0: Welcome to the Limitless Pet Business Podcast with Carly Edwards, the podcast that shares simple tips on how you can make more money and inject way more freedom into your life than you ever thought possible. Tune in for your weekly dose of online marketing, productivity and passive income tips so you can grow the pet business of your dreams. hey guys before we get started on this week's episode i just wanted to mention a free on-demand masterclass that i have available at the moment it's called become the go-to pet business in your field without burning you out and even if you're an introvert so if you're tired of not getting the recognition that you know that you deserve And you are absolutely ready for more money, more impact and more freedom in your life. This is the masterclass for you. Because on the masterclass, I basically share with you my four step ease system, which is the strategy that I personally use in my business that I've come up with. It's mine. And I teach my clients as well. So this is the strategy that's going to allow you to become that number one choice in your field to create the money that you want coming into your business and the lifestyle and create that lifestyle that you want as well. So if you want to check that out, all you need to do is head to carlyedwards.com forward slash go dash two and that's where you can head over and literally sign up for it and watch it instantly. So do head over there and check that out if this speaks to you. Hey, pet professional. Welcome to another episode of the Limitless Pet Business Podcast. And a very Merry Christmas to you as well. This is going to be the last episode before, obviously, Christmas Day. So I hope you have a lovely, lovely time. You enjoy the festivities. You have a great family festive period, right? I hope you enjoy it. I love Christmas. It is my favourite time of the year besides summer because I'm a summer person. But Christmas in the winter is like, yeah, it's just such a lovely thing. I really, really enjoy it. So I hope you have the best Christmas this year. Okay, so today... I am going to be giving you, this is going to be like a normal episode because I want to share with you um, some great top tips and obviously around the Christmas period right now some of us may be off as well so it's a good time to really learn and obviously still develop yourself on a personal and business level as well. So this episode today I want to talk to you about is how to create eye-catching social media posts that stop the scroll. So I did mention recently that I've been asking some questions inside my Facebook group to get suggestions from my lovely members in there. And this was a question from the lovely Zoe Carter inside my Facebook community. So really excited to dig into this one. And it's one of those questions, actually, that we all want the answer to because we want to ensure that our audience are excited about the content that we actually share, that we put out there, that people really love our content, they read it, and they take action on it as well. That's the big aim, right? We want people to basically stop scrolling, come into our content, read, digest all of that content, love it, and then take action from that, whatever that looks like, which could be to share that piece of content, to like it, to leave a comment on it, or to actually then go and buy something from us, to inquire about one of our services so that we can work with them, right? So we want our content to be purposeful and intentional in our businesses. So we want get, to get people's attention, right? We want to get people's attention with our content. So I want to talk about some key elements actually that Zoe brought up to really help you with creating captivating content for social media. So The first one is content structure. You really need to pay attention to content structure before you start constructing, writing any social media post, right, for your business. So before you write any post, consider the know, feel, do content structure, right? This is really, really important. So it's essentially, what do you want your audience to know with this post? what is the one thing that you want them to know? What do you want them to feel, right? What do you want them to feel after reading this lovely piece of content that you've just created? And what do you want them to do? So what action do you want them to take after they've read that piece of content? So Really consider these three points before you write any social media posts because it will help you with the content structure of every single post that you create and make sure that you're hitting those key markers there. So in terms of what do you want them to know, right? Is it that you want them to know about, I don't know, an event that you're putting on? You want them to know how easy it can be to keep up with training your dog or something like that? Do you want them to know that, Enrichment is really, really important for your dog's well-being overall. What's the main purpose of that one piece of social media content? Because we don't want to be adding lots and lots of different ideas to a single social media post. Keep it to one main idea in each post that you create. That's going to give your social media posts real purpose and help people understand exactly what you're trying to get across there. We don't want to overwhelm people with too many different ideas, right? It needs to just be one idea. So what do you want them to know? Then what do you want them to feel from that social media post? Is it that you want them to feel uplifted? Is it that you want them to feel inspired? Is it that you want them to feel some form of relief, potentially? You know, think about what that feeling is that you want to convey in your your content. What do you want to help them to feel? Is it that you're giving them maybe some, some tips around how to manage their their reactive dog's triggers or something like that so you want them to feel really inspired that they can do this we want them to feel some form of relief that it's it's okay that they have a reactive dog and they're able to get the support that they need for that really think about that feeling because emotion is what moves people Emotion is what connects you to your audience, but it's also what makes them take action as well. It's what makes them have an emotional response and then want to actually work with you at the end of that, right? Emotion is is a really, really powerful thing. So we want to be thinking about what do we want them to feel with every piece of content that we create? And then what do you want them to do? So what is that call to action, right? So at the end of every single post, every single social media post, you need to have some form of call to action. Now that might be to get them to share your your post, you might want that post to go much further, so if you like this post, please share it, that kind of thing. Do you want them to just like your posts, share a heart if you agree with this post, that kind of call to action do you want them to leave a comment so you're asking them a question potentially at the end of that and you're saying you know leave your thoughts in a, in the comment section below or maybe it's that you want them to literally just head over to your website and go and check out something to buy something or maybe it's to dm you to inquire about a specific service that you're you're talking about so with every single post think about that content structure consider the no feel do content structure for that right really important that you're doing that for every post next I want to talk about post layout so in very very simple terms what you need to have here is a hook so starting all of your posts off with a hook it needs to be something that captures people's attention right it needs to be something that people feel drawn to it, it intrigues people it piques their curiosity in some way It needs to be short and snappy and you need to be obviously thinking about what is the topic of your post here first of all, first and foremost. What is that thing that you want people to know and then construct a hook that is enticing around that. So the hook is a really really important thing. It it is what stops the scroll immediately. That is what is going to grab your audience's attention first of all is that hook. So that first sentence is really, really important in any social media post. So the hook comes first. Generally, what I like to do with this is top and tail it with an emoji as well to make it stand out a little bit more. So think about like a short, snappy sentence. It it should just be one sentence, basically. You're not coming into your social media post with a full paragraph. It's just one snappy sentence on its own, then a line break, and then you're going into the body of your your post, right? So yeah, your hook is the first thing that you need to bear in mind. It needs to be short and snappy. It needs to be intriguing, enticing, captivating. You need to pull people in with that hook, right? The next section of this is obviously the body copy of your social media post. And this is where you're putting in the meat, the meat of your social media post. This is where you're expanding on what you want them to know. Essentially, you're expanding on what you want them to know in that post. So you're fleshing it out. Make sure with this as well that you're not, again, including those really kind of thick, meaty paragraphs. We want to break this up into like single sentences or a couple of sentences or like one key word, within your content and then a line breaks after those we want to draw people's eye down the page down the post and we do that by breaking things up for people because it is much much easier to digest that way so it's really important that you're doing that so constructing that body copy after the hook right you're going into the meat of what you want people to know And then literally at the end is where you include your call to action. And this is the do part of the the content structure. So we're looking at what action do you want people to take next? What do you want them to do now? Do you want them to, as I mentioned, DM you to inquire about your services? Do you want them to share your content? Do you want them to like your content? Do you want them to follow you? Do you want them to comment, leave a comment on your post? what is that thing that you want people to do afterwards and literally tell them what you want them to do. So there's no guessing about this, we don't want them to guess what what we want them to do, we want to tell them, make it really obvious, make it really clear. If you want more people to like or engage with your content, ask them, ask them to do that. Literally at the end of your posts. say, I'd love to hear from you, put your thoughts into the comments please share some love for my content and give me a heart, whatever that is. Just get creative around the ways that you ask people to do things on your post. But in every single post, we want to be asking them to do something. That doesn't always have to be to buy your thing, it really doesn't. As I mentioned, there's lots of different ways to call people to action, but we want them to do something after they've read your content, consumed your content, okay? The next point is color so Zoe talking about color. So with this, really really simply stick to your brand colors. So you should have brand colors so specific colors that you use for your business that make your business known for for those colors right people know you for those colors. So in the images that you share, they should be in your brand colors. So anything that you create in terms of graphics and things that you might create on Canva, they need to be in your brand colors. If you use things like stories and reels, again, any kind of text or text overlays on your content or your videos, whatever that looks like, they need to be in your brand colors, always in your brand colors, right? So try and do that as much as possible. This is why it's basically a good idea to have brand guidelines for your business. So brand guidelines have this like basically this lovely PDF or booklet or something for your business where all of your brand colours live, you've got your logos in there, you might have different variations of your logos as well that you use, your fonts, things like that, mood boards and things for your business that's the place where you're setting a standard for your business and how you're presenting your business to the world. So brand guidelines, they are super, super important. So if you haven't done this yet, it's a good idea to to get this in place for your business. It's going to help with, say for example, you have a team as well and they're doing things for your business. Maybe you've got a VA or if you're a bit bigger, you and you have more of a team around you. Maybe you have like a marketing person. They will need to know what's going on, what your brand guidelines are, and how you use your colors, your logo, your fonts, and all of those things. And so, for color specifically, you have specific hex codes, hex codes. So you know exactly what the code is for the color of your business, right? For the colors of your business. So having these hex codes is really important. So you're not just kind of guessing what that colour might be, say you have, because for me personally I have like an orange and green and grey variations of those, I have hex codes for those so I know it is precisely that green, precisely that orange that I'm using in all of my branding material, right? So having those hex codes and that those brand guidelines, it just means that you're going to be way more consistent across your branding. So stick to your brand colours with anything that you're sharing on social media and anything online in fairness. So your website as well, it all needs to be your brand colours, the brand colours that you've chosen there. Again with fonts as well, so Zoe mentioned about fonts, so use your brand fonts. So you should have brand fonts and generally for this as well you should have like a, a main Font for things like headings that you use in your business, like a body copy font and a subtitle font, those kind of things right so for me, I've got two two major fonts that I use in my business, and I use these throughout everything, everything that I'm doing online they're there they're in my for example within canva when I'm designing things they're within my brand kit so I can literally just apply my fonts very very quickly to anything that I'm designing in Canva so it's nice and easy right same for colours as well so I can just literally click on my brand kit click on my colours my brand colours and that will populate that design with all of my brand colours so it's it's really awesome it's really nice and easy to do it that way but just stick to those fonts stick to those colours of your brand that is what is going to help you to build that consistent presence online where people know you whenever they see something online they see one of your graphics they're going to know that that's from your business because it's obvious from your that it's from your business because it's using those colors that you're using in your business your brand colors it's using the the fonts that you use people get to know that right you become known for those things Okay, so next was how many words. So there is no set answer to this one because literally if your content is interesting to your audience, people will read a long post. They will read it however long it is. It needs to be interesting to people. It needs to to captivate people. People are interested in that topic that you're talking about. They will read it regardless of how long it is. So we want to basically create posts That only say exactly what needs to be said. No more and no less, only exactly what needs to be said. So this is where copywriting really comes in, and getting good at at writing, writing, marketing copy, essentially, is what copywriting is. And learning to make it concise and learning to stick to the topic and not waffle, essentially. So yeah, when it comes to how many words, it is only as many as needs to be said. That is literally it. I know that's an annoying answer, but we, we can basically create really, really quite lengthy social media posts. And if it is super interesting to people, that is exactly the length that it needs to be. So I, I'd say that most posts on social media will be around the 300 words or less mark that's generally a nice sweet spot, I suppose. Again, there's no set answer, hard and fast answer to this, but around the 300 words or less mark seems to work quite well. But as I mentioned, you can absolutely write longer posts and actually they often do really, really well when it hits the mark with your audience. So it's more about the post topic and how you're communicating that message rather than the length itself so really think about that and and test it as well test it with your audience see what works for for your audience do you find that shorter posts work really well maybe when you do these lengthier more in-depth like opinion posts potentially where you're talking about something that's quite controversial or maybe you're talking about something that really matters to to your audience if they're longer and they do really well that's awesome that's really great you've hit on something there so test it tweak it um see what works for you but there is no set answer to this just see what works for you and your audience right yeah all right and then the last point that i wanted to make was picture or video right picture or video Zoe was asking about whether we should be using pictures or videos. So what I want to say with this is basically use both. Use both. There is no only ever use video or only ever use picture here. You definitely want to be using both and they can both work really well. I would test out, again, both formats with your audience and see what resonates best there. If they both get a good response here, just include them both in your content strategy. Sometimes you might find that video doesn't do very well, surprisingly. I've had this before but it might have been because I'm more inconsistent with video than I am with just text and image posts. But you might find that video isn't the thing that people like most. It it might be that they prefer consuming content in a more of a text format, that kind of thing. So this is really quite an individual, personal thing to your business and your audience. So we need to be testing these things out and seeing what works for you. So what I recommend here is to basically, say for like a month or something, do a mixture. So you might have like two posts going out a week that are video and the rest of them like two posts or three posts that are just text in an image. You know, test it out and see what works for you over that period of time and then you can really analyse you know this is about with everything in business this is about trying things and then collecting data and analysing what's the best way forward for you so I would do a little experiment basically and see what's going to resonate with um, your audience best because you might find that lots of people want to hop on that video maybe you're doing a live video right and people really really enjoy coming along to that live but it might be that with some people in your audience they don't want to consume content that way and they'd rather just those text and image posts so do check it out and see what's going to be the best way forward for you so yeah that was just a little bit of insight into how to create eye catching social media posts just a few little points there that I want you to bear in mind so we'll just recap that really quickly so think about that content structure right the no feel do content structure whenever you're before you craft any social media post then post layout so you want that hook that really enticing hook the, the meat, the body copy of your social media posts, and then a call to action always, right? Colors and fonts. So stick to your brand colors, stick to your brand fonts. And if you haven't figured out what these are yet, do that for 2024, right? We're going into 2024. So get that in place, get that standard in place for your business so people can recognize you instantly from the colours, the fonts, and all of those things that you're sharing across um, social media and online as a whole. And then how many words? So we're looking at, there's no set answer for this. If your audience is really interested in what you're saying, they will read it no matter what length it is. But most posts, to give you a little guide there, will be around the 300 words or or less mark, right? But you can write longer posts than that if they're, they're attention-grabbing and they matter to people and then the last one, picture or video, use both. Experiment with both of these different things and see what works best for you, right? So see which format is going to be the best for for your audience and for you as well. Actually, that's, that's really important for this because if you're quite an introverted person like I am, me doing two videos a week potentially across social media that would be too much for me. I would get pretty exhausted by doing that, but just showing up in that way. So me doing video like that is is not cool. It's not not the way forwards for me. It might be for you though. So we need to be thinking about what's going to work for us, but also work for our audience as well. That's really important. And think about what you can be consistent with as well. So if you're thinking about in terms of video and that sounds hellish to you that you're going to be showing up every week on video, that's not going to be the best way forward for you because you're just going to hate it and you're going to end up potentially dropping that and you just not doing anything basically. You might end up ruining your consistency from that and thinking, oh I'm just not going to do that today, I don't want to show up on video today and you've got gaps in your content strategy and we really don't want that. We want it to be something that you can be consistent with. So yeah, so do bear that in mind as well. All right, I will leave it there. So again, I hope you have an amazing Christmas. Merry Christmas to you all. I will be back next week, same time with another episode. But yeah, have a lovely, lovely Christmas. And I will see you all in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Limitless Pet Business Podcast. If you like the episode or you think it'll be useful for a pet biz buddy, please leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you have any questions, let me know on Facebook at The Carly Edwards. And remember, dream it and make it happen.